Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Woodard, and today we're going to be talking about transgender bathrooms. So, how important a topic is this? I would score this an eight in terms of a hesitancy score. What I mean by that is, I believe my estimate is eight out of ten preachers and politicians are unwilling to have an in-depth conversation on this topic. So what are transgender bathrooms? These are bathrooms that are designed to allow transgender people to use the bathroom that best matches their personal identity. This means that it's a bathroom that each transgender person can identify as their own. Not an all-gender bathroom, not an unlabeled bathroom, but a bathroom that is specifically labeled for their gender. And why is this relevant for you? Let me give you four reasons. Number one, there is great concern around the safety of transgender bathroom policies, and there are fair arguments on both sides. Number two, you have it where in some places there are laws on the books making transgender bathrooms mandatory, but then there are other places where there are laws banning transgender bathrooms altogether. And so we see really a split and a division on this topic. And if you think that either of these policies are going to leave you and your family untouched, you're kidding yourself. Number three, like many other topics that we cover on this podcast, if you don't agree with the current day transgender bathroom policies, no matter what your reason is, no matter what your experience, you will be a social pariah. You'll be labeled a transphobe, a homophobe, a bigot, a racist, because the term racist always applies, or worse. And number four, if you don't engage in the conversation now, your voice will be absent from the policymaking process. And that will undoubtedly affect your children and your grandchildren way more than it will ever affect you and probably more than you can ever imagine. So you need to engage in the conversation today for their future, if for nothing else. So let's talk about how this is affecting us today. Just recently, in November of 2021, Chicago Public Schools, where I'm from, released a mandate that all restrooms NCPS must have a boys plus or girls plus sign. And this is so that transgender students feel comfortable going to the bathroom that best aligns with their gender identity. The Title IX officer at CPS cited a national study that said four out of every 10 transgender students avoid using bathrooms at school because of this mislabeling issue, this issue where they feel not so comfortable going to a bathroom that doesn't call out you know, their identity or doesn't align with their identity. The policy is also intended to ensure that so-called transphobic teachers and staff members at the schools don't redirect transgender students to the bathroom that aligns with their biological sex. So what you were having was that some staff at the school were making students go to the bathroom that you know, aligned with the gender that they were assigned at birth, their biological gender, where that student actually wanted to go to a different bathroom. So this policy helps to solve for that. Now, 
While I appreciate the data on those numbers of transgender students who avoid using the bathroom, and I agree that no student should be in a situation where they don't feel comfortable going to the bathroom at school. That is something that we absolutely should solve for. The question is, how do we solve for that? What is the right policy and how would the kingdom of God, someone in the kingdom of God respond to this issue? Apparently, this policy is, is going to help that by having the boys plus and girls plus signs. Unfortunately, there's no direct proof of that, and so I'm not sure that this is the solution, you know, what the CPS mandate has decided. But also, I would like to know what are the numbers for the boys who identify as boys and girls who identify as girls? What are the numbers on how many of them will now avoid bathrooms at school because they want to avoid, you know, a Loudoun County situation? And so if you haven't heard, in Loudoun County, Virginia, a transgender girl, meaning a biological boy who identifies as a girl, this person sexually assaulted two different girls at two different times. And the school where this uh, person attended, because of its pro-gender, pro-transgender stance, covered up all of the information about the first sexual assault that this biological boy did on this girl. And because of that cover-up, it was allowed to happen again. This young man sought out another female who he sexually assaulted. The worry that many parents have by sending their students to these schools, especially schools that shell out policies to create safe spaces for transgender students, these same schools have an incentive to hold close to the vest any information about sexual assault that results from these policies, just like in Loudoun County. You know, CPS wants you to believe that these policies will cause no harm, but they don't actually know that. They don't know that what happened in Loudoun County may or may not happen in CPS because of this policy. They want you to believe it's safe, but if something happened, will they tell you? There's your prelude to the conversation, and you know it's going to be a good one, and it's going to be helpful to you. So I want you to subscribe today so that you can get the full episode. I want to see 5,000 downloads of this podcast by the end of the year 2021. So help me get there. Subscribe and share and support the Kingdom Podcast. Click the link in the comments. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Kenneth Woodard, with the Kingdom Podcast. Welcome to the show.